life goes on as we know it right now in this minute and we must make the most of every minute with our families and those we love and also just hold the light that you know um this is the new order things will never go back to being the way they are you know and it's interesting that the skies are clear the bees are sounding really loud in the garden and um yeah there you go so love take care all of you sending you love bye ciao ciao Mama Rubino, Tina, Stina, Christina. A social entrepreneur with a personality that lit up a room. A business maverick, charismatic, generous, loving, funny and bright. A woman with a diverse cultural background that underpinned her values of respect for humanity, embracing her Jewish, Christian and Buddhist spirituality. Only Christina could navigate that. She's someone who will always be remembered, an image of vibrancy, a friend to so many, including me. Keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me. For sure, that's what friends are for, for good times and bad times. Christina was the eldest of three girls. Charlotte and Jackie came along much later. Born to Eileen and Philip in Manchester, but living in many places, including Canada, until 11. Christina had an unusual upbringing, fishing with her father on the remote island of Ocean Falls, hiding from bears and moose climbing mountains and lighting fires with the native Indians while appreciating a culture that was not her own. She was unique. Her friend of the 60s, Carol, remembers their time around the campfire at New Year. For about 10 years, we would get up early, early in the morning on New Year's Eve and go with our flasks and things like that. And we would meet the dawn on the flats of Sedgemoor and we would always go to this place and it was a dew pond and we would talk together what we wanted to do for the next year or things that were on our mind and we would go there yeah it was just beautiful that's what friends are for.
Nature-loving Christina came to Bristol in the early 60s. The family settled in Bedminster and then moved to Southmead. After her only son Matthew was born, she struggled to make ends meet, but was determined to give him the life she wanted for him. She carved out a career in PR and event planning and set up a charity, Cherry D, supporting organisations. After writing for The Post, and heading up credit control at Venue magazine in the early 90s. It's there she met Nigel Locker. They became business partners and later great friends. Together, they developed Bud UK. We worked together for 10 years and had 10 great years um, in business, working for so many charities and organisations from Malcolm X to 125, Bristol Mind, obviously Penny Bron and Bristol Cancer Help was very dear to Christine and very, very close to her heart for, for all the time. I particularly wanted to talk about Christina as the most brilliant connector of people. Um, if, you, if you Google Christina Rubino, actually, um, you know, there are literally thousands of mentions and, and links and contacts to places and websites where she's mentioned, where her work is mentioned, where her um, business activities are mentioned, community groups. And it's not surprising, really, that for a woman who had over 45 years of working in business, in the community, um, sitting on uh, steering groups, sitting on boards of directors, lots of work, both paid and unpaid and voluntary. It's a real testament to, to a remarkable life. Christina was a board member at BCFM Radio on and off for 10 years. She brought more to the board than herself, bringing structure and organisation to our policies. She went over and above the call of duty, calling on her contacts for food and drink at our events for our volunteers and always making herself available. What can I do? I've got a big car. I can take people around. I can do stuff. I can clean. I can put my rubber gloves on. What do you need? Pat Hart, CEO of BCFM Radio, had this reflection. She's brought people, as, as somebody else said, that wouldn't usually be in the same room together. She brought us together. She brought people together as friends, politics, radio stations, all that stuff aside. She showed us that we can be bigger than individuals, that with our energy and compassion and love and genuine care, we can achieve miracles and Christina achieved miracles. And when it came to event planning, Christina had it down to a T. Any event had to be on point. The welcome at the entrance had to be perfect. And she appointed herself as the perfectionist. She made you feel like somebody. Even if she didn't know you, she would 
by the end of the evening. One day, this woman arrived in the office. I mean, Christina didn't come into a room. She arrived in a room. And here she was, head to toe in cycling lycra with spiky hair, completely filling up the room. And she came actually to, uh, to do credit control for Venue on, on a part-time basis. And um, honestly, she was like no credit controller I've, I've, I've ever met because actually what she did in a really clever and interesting way was spend a lot, spend a lot, of, spend a lot of time um, really getting to understand people's business, really talking to people, um, talking about their business, making connections, and developing a huge amount of trust. She had a big heart and her generosity saw no boundaries. A philanthropist, she was constantly driven by supporting charity and business, from Bristol Pro Help and Business in the Community to the MMG Awards with her mentee, Charmaine Lawrence, and not forgetting the Southmead project where she first met CEO Mike Pierce. The innumerable core attributes that Christina had proved essential in so many ways and were exactly what made her such a vital ally to myself and to the Southmead project. This freely given staunch support began in the late 90s when I picked up the phone and for 10 minutes listened to this amazing person telling me how wonderful I was and how the work of the Southmead project was so essential. She ended the call by telling me she was going to raise some money for me. I thanked her and immediately felt so lifted by this person who I'd never met, yet she had known so much about me and the charity itself. Within a year, we were the recipients of nearly £100,000, lifeblood for a setup that was challenging the status quo where tackling the abuse of children and correlated addictions were concerned. A totally new, extremely challenging approach we were offering, but Christina wanted to join us in that challenge. But it was International Women's Day that Christina came into her own. She loved that day. Cher, hi, can you just clarify, because I'm going to go ahead and do a big breakfast. But International Women's Day is on the 8th, so I gather that you're doing your whole coverage, which is Sunday. But I'm not doing my event on a Sunday because the feedback I've got from everyone is that they're not available when they like the early morning breakfast. She'd talk about her plans months before it had arrived and always put 100% into making an event a memorable one. Whether it be breakfast for 100 women at Bambalan or a 24-hour takeover at BCFM, Christina would lead the charge with guests and ideas and enthusiasm. Here's Christina in 2018, talking to Ivan Jackson. I'm here down at Bambalam Restaurant, where there's going to be a fantastic breakfast. I suppose we could call it a convention, really, with, uh, well, mostly women here this morning. Of course, today, March the 8th, is International Women's Day 2018. And uh, with me right at the moment is uh, the woman who's organised uh, uh, the day, uh, Christina Rubino. Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Ivan. Uh, first of all, let me ask you, before we talk about what's going to be happening today, what International Women's Day means to you personally? 
For me personally, I connect with women that I know and women that I don't know all across the world, and it's incredible. And this always this starts about three weeks before through Facebook, through social media. Women start talking to each other, getting excited about International Women's Day. But those women also become friends. I've got friends now in BC, in Canada, friends in Africa, friends in India, friends in Oceania, Australia. You know that I made through the vibration, if you like, and the collective grouping of International Women's Day. So what it means for me is. It means connection, it means collective and, and, and group thinking and group togetherness, support, but also I slightly take I slightly take issue with the fact that it gives women a voice. No, we've got a voice, it, but it does give us opportunity. And you made a very good point there. It's not just about one day either, is it? No, it goes on all year. And the big groups, the big groups that, that put International Women's Day together, it's continual. It's continual. So tell me a little bit about what's going to be going on this morning. And why particularly a breakfast? Well, because um, a lot of women have issues with getting out in the middle of the day. They have to go to work. They have to earn money. They've got family. They've got. But, you know, it's interesting that I discovered through my work at BCFM as a director all those years that actually you can gather quite a lot of people together for breakfast. It energizes people. They can get on with the rest of the day. They feel that they've been part of something. And often their families or their partners or their friends will child care for them so they can get out. So there, there's an element of this is my day. So I'm uh, going to do this. And we're expecting, what, about 60 women from various Six, brat bands, oh, very diverse oh, today? Extremely diverse. You know, our speakers are diverse, uh, the audience is diverse. I just put it out there, and whoever responded. And, of course, we are celebrating and honouring women across the world, but in particular, we're honouring two Bristolian women who took a pioneering centre 35 years ago across the world, and that's Penny Bron UK, which was formerly Bristol Cancer Help Centre. And we're going to honour Penny and Pat today as well. So as well as honouring them, you're also raising a bit of money we're for the charity? We're raising money for the charity, yeah. Five pounds from every ticket sold goes to Penny Bron, And, of course, beyond that, they will make uh, use of that by then acquiring 60 women as their potential donors so Smashing. Thank win you. win thanks Christina we know Christina had a special affection for the Bristol Cancer Help Centre now Penny Braun Cancer Care whether it be fundraising PR or marketing her input was second to none Dr Rosie Daniel one of the early pioneers worked alongside Christina and remembered how she played her part in literally saving the centre after bad publicity almost destroyed it See, Tina burst into my life um, when I was living out in the country and I came home one day to this message on my answer phone from this person, no clue who she was, and there was this sort of 10-minute message. Um, we're all used to the 10-minute messages, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, saying, how are you? It's so long since I've seen you. I haven't got a clue who this woman was, but that was the connector that she was. She made me feel like a long-lost friend. And I was so curious. We got together. We fell in love immediately. And um, quite soon after that, this was also when, when Tina was working at Venue, Quite soon after that, um, the Bristol Cancer Help Centre took a most terrible torpedo hit. Um, the medical profession, the cancer charities, were trying to um, really sink the ship. And uh, you, as, as Bristolians, will remember that awful time when um, it was suddenly said on the news that people coming to the Cancer Help Centre were um, getting iller and dying quicker than people who weren't. Um, and we knew, we knew that there was um, a ghost in the machinery, that the research had gone badly wrong. 
Um, but Tina came flying in. She came to work with me full time doing the PR to really um, recover the disaster that was unfolding before our, our, our very eyes. And she was a complete tower of power. She was fearless, she was fabulous, she was funky, just exactly as Nigel describes, always turning up with boundless energy. She would arrive every morning at eight o'clock, she'd, she'd have all the papers out. By the time I rolled in at nine, she lined up my day for me, right, you're speaking to um, The Echo at this time, you're speaking to BBC at that time, you're in, on the TV at this moment. So she, she completely handled all the PR and not only won us back um, our reputation um, through the, the media that Christina generated, um, she got the attention of the Prince of Wales and um, although he'd been invited to be patron way back along um, and said no back in the days when he was getting a lot of stick for being a tree tree hugging hippie um, he did um, actually agree to become our patron and we worked together for several years with the prince as our patron having a fantastic time zooming up and down to high grove and and uh, putting on the glitz and glam and um, we were just an amazing partnership absolutely hilariously funny every day laughing our socks off um, she was the uh, the Italian mama always there with the tea and the food and the, the soup and the beans whatever was going on and she always had a joke and um, talking of which I, I, I actually spoke to her on the Friday before she passed on the Sunday and she was telling me how hilarious her carers were um, and, and you're joking about um, the, all, the, all the banter that was going on. But not only did Christina save the Cancer Help Centre, I don't think it's too fine a point to put on it. I don't think that Penny Bron UK would exist if it hadn't have been for Tina, because um, she won back one by one by one the donors and the um, all the, the the faith of the community um, the students and and of course the the people who needed it so desperately so she was a tower of power and she also had a complex and diverse cultural background she was universal with Italian and Sicilian blood running through her veins her Native American Indian culture and with a Jewish father and Christian mother, she took all those attributes into her heart, giving her a deep sense of spirituality. Her friend Carol remembers special times around the campfire and connecting with her childhood. She had her own people from Ocean Falls. She had her circle, her fire circle, and she named them. And they would come and be with her. So I'd like you to imagine, we'll just take, I've got my candle here. So we'll just close our eyes for maybe three minutes and imagine what it feels like and the air and the crispness and you're wrapped up and you're just waiting to say your prayers and to say your goodbyes and anything that you want to say to the beautiful Christina, my sister.
Although Christina could be described as a social animal, she saw home in Clifton as her sanctuary, where she shared her life with Mike. They were together for 40 years. They would climb mountains together, walk for miles in the woods and enjoy the great outdoors. Pembrokeshire was their special place. Then, in an unkind twist of fate, the walking together with Mike stopped as his health subsided due to hepatitis and lung disease. Christina became his carer, but their love was real. They were the love of each other's lives. Christina told me that he was her rock, her confidant and inspiration. They worked well together in the confinement of their sanctuary. As independent as she was, she ran everything by him and they decided on the work she would do together. The charities that she would support, they spoke about them together. They were strong. Regarding their union, I'd go as far as to say they first met in the life before this one probably walking side by side when Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt. And then they met again in this life. They were meant to be. People said her personality was infectious, but you had to have equal amounts of energy to match her enthusiasm. This would sometimes put people off. You see, you had to have energy for Christina, as she always had energy for you. <laughs> I've just done a 10 mile walk, so I'm a bit kind of spaced out. Lots of love. Bye. None more so than at our BCFM board meetings. As a board member and ambassador for BCFM, she brought wisdom, insight and depth to our discussions. Sometimes our meetings would go on for hours while she spoke about experiences of learning from other organisations. She wanted to share knowledge and give fully of herself and of her experience. We tried to cut her off in mid-flow so we could get home, but Christina would make her point and be satisfied that she did. Oh, the- 
When Christina became ill, everyone around her believed that she would pull through. If anyone could beat this, it would be her. Hello, darling. How are you? It's Christina, wondering about you and Pat and how everything is. I'm home on Monday. Fantastic news. Can't wait. Um, but I had a dream about you last night and about Ali and the whole thing. And um, it was amazing. But I do want to send you love. I just want to send you so much love. We spoke a lot while she was in hospital. And somehow, she was determined to continue her duty as head of finance to the board. She made me promise to bring the accounts to the hospital. I brought her Caribbean broth. And as much as she was appreciative, it was the accounts she wanted. That's the kind of person Christina was, a complete finisher, a giver of her then limited time and selfless. I'm really looking forward to being home. I'm looking forward to you coming around to visit and sit in that big room with me and us to do some prayer or whatever we want to do, laugh, laugh. But one of the things I want to do, share, real women, okay? I can do it from home. I really want to talk about this situation with the NHS. And guess what? In her final days, she was determined to shine a light on the nurses and carers in the hospital. So much so, we plan to do a radio interview about them. Christina sent me her ideas for our BCFM Real Women programme via voice note. Alas, she died before we managed to make the programme. But this is what she said. I really want to talk about the fact that, you know, all the politicians and everyone says, yes, they're going to give them more money. But the truthfully, 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 on the ground, these angels that do the caring, the real grassroots front line, not the consultants and things, they are, they are being really undercared for um you know but i i just want to talk about my experience on air and i'm happy now to talk about it anyway darling i'm just concerned about you and wondering how you are you know because you just do so much and too much really um and i love you beyond words where do you go beyond i love you and beloved what words do you use beyond that um but that's how i feel about you and family and other good news Ella Grace, my granddaughter, who's getting very tall, has discovered that she loves netball. She just bloody loves netball. Or is it basketball? I don't know. Anyway, she loves checking the ball in the air through the net. Love you. Find a way to bring some love.
this International Women's Day, on behalf of Christina, we celebrate our nurses and carers, particularly our female nurses, and remembering also the domestic staff who showed her love. In this time of COVID, we recognise the heroics of nurses worldwide, their dedication and commitment, their bravery and resilience, not to mention their perseverance in these challenging and stressful times. Christina is not here to talk about her experience, but she made it clear that more needs to be done to support the profession and the individuals. NHS staff, we salute you. And as we come to the end of this documentary, I leave you with a poem found by a close friend of Christina, Zoe. She read it while hosting a tribute event in Christina's honour. We also remember Christina's son, Matthew, daughter-in-law, Lisa, and her granddaughter, Ella. Beautiful Ella, a perfect legacy for a perfect lady, Christina. It was beautiful as long as it lasted, the journey of my life. I have no regrets whatsoever, said the pain I'll leave behind. Those dear hearts who love and care and the strings pulling at the heart and soul, the strong arms that held me up when my own strength let me down. At the turning of my life, I came across good friends. Even when time raced me by, farewell, farewell my friends and smile as I bid you goodbye. Shed no tears, for I need them not. All I'll need is your smile. If you feel sad, do think of me, for that's what I'll like. When, when you, you live, live in the, in the hearts, hearts of those, of you, those love, you love, remember, remember then, then, you, you never, never die. Life goes on as we know it, right now in this minute, and we must make the most of every minute with our family and those we love. And also, just hold the light that, you know, um, this is the new order. Things will never go back to being the way they are, you know. And it's interesting that the skies are clear, the bees are sounding really loud in the garden. And, um, yeah, there you go. So, love, take care all of you. Sending you love. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Go ahead.
time trying to figure out why Too much time to be patient All this time you be feeding us lies Ain't no truth in your statements Too much pain in these little white lies You left here All this time trying to figure out how We're still here I take pride in the things that we've done Side by side in the revolution Won't stay silent for things that I love Cause we know them not care about us Why men can't jump but at least they can't run Both these chains have to put hands up They can never see the kingdom coming You wanna see us all amount to nothing I can see your face, see the light in your eyes I can see the change, feel the heat of the fire you can feel the pain and you know you're alive Both feet on the line, by enemies I will fight For you, for you, enemies I will fight For you, for you, by enemies I will fight For you, for you, by enemies I will fight For you, for you I've spent too many days in my head now did you think we would forget her? Too many destinies, too many sentences Red now, red now See all this pain in the headlines But I have cried for the last time But no one happened, see You would be blind if it was just an eye for an eye And what if we change the world? We rise from the flames, the victor It's far from a perfect picture I know it's sinful, but we are human Would you be grateful if you took my place? Say my name there is redemption in the steps we take Say one life and I'm gonna use it Innocent till I'm proven One last chance and you blew it One last dance in the ruins So much hate in your movements Told me I couldn't prove it One last prayer for the sinners You wanna learn what you witness I can see your face, see the light in your eyes I can see the change Destinies, too many sentences Red now, red now See all this pain in the headlines But I have cried for the last time But no one happened, see You would be blind if it was just an eye for an eye This programme was produced and edited by Sherry Eugene Hart and Patrick Hart of Ecom Media for BCFM Radio Special thanks to everyone who contributed to this documentary Nigel Locker, Charlotte Clark, Carol Nomerson Mike Pierce, Dr. Rosie Daniel, Zoe Sears, and Ivan Jackson. The poem, Farewell My Friends, was written by Rabin Dragnaftagel, with music from Dion Warwick, Earth, Wind and Fire, Dan Ratchet, and Georgia Smith. <laughs>